Welcome to a new episode of Just Another Black Girl on the MIC. I am Janae Renee. Of course, I got to ask, how you doing? How you feeling? How you looking? We have entered into the last month of what is sure to be a year for the record books, December 2020. I don't know about you, but I definitely did not think we would be here. <laughs> COVID came in and COVID never left. Um yeah, still on lockdown. We got a uh we actually got an alert here in LA a couple of days ago about new regulations as far as the lockdown and I didn't even open it. I said, "You know what? I know I'm on lockdown. I don't need for you to tell me I'm on lockdown and something else I cannot do." Like I've said before, definitely stay informed, but don't let it become overwhelming because there's constant, you know, changes and news updates and cases and just all of this stuff. And it could just become too much. And what we want to do is just make sure we uh, definitely stay physically fit, but also mentally fit and getting all of the the news updates about COVID, coronavirus. It can become very stressful and, and like I said, overwhelming. So you got to find little things to just keep your mind off the situation, especially because the holidays are here. And I know this is going to be a difficult time for a lot of people who will not be able to um, be around family. So find little things that make you happy. For me, you know, I told you I uh, got a coloring book a couple months back. Um, I just ordered a puzzle last week. I have not put together a puzzle since I was a kid and um, I'm looking forward to <laughs> I'm looking forward to putting this puzzle together. It's funny how uh, simple things like that um, just make you happy at, during times like this. But my go-to has always been music. Music just soothes my soul. I don't care what type of mood I'm in. Music just does it for me. So, of course, um, my classics are in rotation. But there's some new music that's been released and um, I've been playing it. And today's guest is definitely in my rotation with her new album. So welcome to Just Another Black Girl on the MIC singer-songwriter Vivian Green. Hey. Hey. Now, the last time we talked, uh, we did a meet and greet back in 2017 at this radio station I was working at. And VG6 was either about to drop or it had just dropped. Yeah. Now you are working or you have released your seventh studio album, Love Absolute. How are you feeling about that? Oh, really good. It's been two weeks now. I'm so far so good. Really, really great reception. Um, we got on a lot of um, multiple playlists across multiple platforms. Okay. Um, with multiple songs, not just one song. So yes. it's really been a, a good two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really great two weeks. Yeah. Now, did you start recording the album this year or, or before the pandemic hit? Yeah, I started before. I started at the end of 2018, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Like sometimes it takes a while. I know that when, when, when I know, when I know I have to make an album, Mm -hmm. I start. Okay. Um, and, um, but I don't, I'm not always 
on time with what I'm supposed to finish, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, we a... make a timeline, but we usually don't stick to it. But th- the intention is to do that. But a lot of times you just have to let creativity, you know, do its thing. So it definitely took longer than what we expected. So, yeah. Now, how do you know when it's time to do a new album? I, I remember um, watching this interview or reading an interview with Sharday once, and she said the reason why it takes her so long in between albums is because she only comes out when she has something to say. That's when she feels like she needs to drop an album. So how do you feel or what makes you know that it's time for a new album? Um, yeah, so she is, first of all, she's one of my faves. I love her so much. Yeah, well, you know, she has that luxury. I, I guess she can do that, but I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the inspiration. Like, I have to force it and get it, you know, get it out okay. um, in, in whatever way I can, you know. Um, but um, I can't. I mean, I, I can and, and I have in the past, but it's not a good idea to have more than just a few years between albums, especially nowadays, because people, you know, are are so easily distracted and can forget about you very soon. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> so you can't stay away for too long. So for me, it's always like, OK, it's time to make another album. Let's make it. And then I find the inspiration after the fact. Yep. Okay, now you are seven albums in. What do you think is the yeah. big difference? I know, so congratulations on that first. Let me say that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What do you think is the biggest difference in releasing music now than releasing it back with your first album? Which I think, was that a love story? Was that the first mm-hmm. one? Okay, the yeah. biggest difference. So, I mean, there's, the industry has changed like tremendously since then. And um, it's, it's a totally different world, you know, it's mm-hmm. a totally different world in, in every way. So, um, like, streaming is the way to buy music now. That's, you know, instead of album sales, they, they count streams for you to get a plaque, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I got a, the last little good taste of the good old days when you actually, when I actually sold you know, a half a million copies <laughs> physically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got a plaque for doing that, you know. But those plaques are kind of, you know, no longer the thing <laughs> because yeah. people aren't selling 500,000 or millions of physical copies anymore, you know, um, unless you're like at the very top of the food chain, you know, obviously they still sell some physical copies or Target will still sell physical copies of like top, top, top tier artists at the top of the right. pyramid. But, um, but yeah, but for the rest of us, we, we gotta get streams together or, <laughs> or it's not going to be good, you know, because yeah. So that's a drastic change. And some of the change I think is for the better mm-hmm. because it allows people that do not have a major label to still get their music out there. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I agree. Uh, independent mm-hmm. artists have so much, so many more outlets to get their music out there uh, to, to people that they normally would not if they didn't have a record deal. So I think that's a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that adjusting to the new way is, I think it's been difficult for a lot of us, honestly. I think it's been difficult for, for a lot of us to be like, okay, streaming is the thing now. No more physical copies. You know, like, I, I I grew up in a time where I loved to get, I loved, well, early when I was a little girl, I loved to read records, you know, and I love the, <laughs> yeah, I love the, the liner notes and the CDs. I love to look at the artwork. I loved all that. That was like a, a big part of the music business was that whole visual part. And so not to have it tangible anymore, you know, that's something that I definitely miss. So, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Well, let's make sure we get Love Absolute streamed on every platform. So make sure you download it, stream it, take a listen to it. It's available now. Yes. Thank you. With uh, Vivian Green. Now let, let's jump into the album. So I want to ask you about the inspiration for a few of my favorites on the album. Okay. First off, the walk up, I think is my anthem of 2020 because this has been an uh. emotional year. And so I, when I heard it, I was like, okay, this just said, Janae, Everything is gonna be okay. Just walk up, <laughs> and it's perfectly fine. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, uh, that makes me so happy to hear. Yeah, I think that, that that's my favorite one off the album. So, what was the inspiration behind it? Because I love the message. So, I always like to end my albums with a with an inspirational song. I've done that since the very first one, and every every album after that. So, we knew we had to do an inspirational song at the end, but we didn't want it to be, you know. Oh, we didn't want it to be slow, right. for sure. <laughs> we wanted it to be something really upbeat um, that was that had a universal message and that would just make you feel good while mm-hmm. being inspirational all at once. Because, you know, sometimes inspirational songs can kind of sell the cheesy line. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But we wanted to not do that. We wanted it to be cool and fun. And I, I think we accomplished that. So I really love it. You did. I really love it, too. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Sweet Home would probably be my second favorite. Yay! <laughs> That's one of my favorites too. So, um, Sweet Home is, it's my heart. You know, it's very autobiographical for sure. Okay. Um, I'm definitely private about my love life. I'm not the kind of person that's going to put, you know, not nothing that personal, honestly. Like, not my kid is not going to be all over social media every right. day. You know, my man is not going to be on there at all, probably. <laughs> and I don't know, for me, um, and, you know, to each its own, but for me, I, I'm, those things are very sacred, you know, to me. Mm-hmm. And it's important for me to protect those things. And I don't feel like I need to shout it from the rooftops and boast about it to anyone because what we have is super solid. And people who, everyone who needs to know knows, you know no, what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> our families know, you know, our friends, like, you know, all the people who need to know know. So I just don't feel the need to allow any unwanted negative energy into it you know just for the sake of letting people know you know that i'm with someone it's just it's just not me so um the best way that i can express everything i just told you was in a song like sweet home <laughs> <laughs> i'm basically saying you know we we are each other's home what we have is so solid we don't have to do all this posting and whatnot about it because that's just not us and those who need to know, know, and everything else is, you know, everything is everything. <laughs> right. Everything else, is not, if you don't know, it's not your business. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Yes. Definitely. Yes. You know what? And I appreciate yes. a song like that because I, one, personally feel the same way, but I also feel like people just take everything to social media, and it's just kind of like, leave a little bit of mystery in everything. Oh I don't want to know everything about you, including your relationship. You know, it's yes. okay to have... Oh a private part of yourself. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I could not have said it better. That is exactly what, what it's about. Like, yeah, I don't I don't feel the need uh, to share everything. I, I want to keep something for myself. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I have to, actually, or I'll go crazy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> because I think a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of artists, a lot of artsy people are probably very, you know, um, 
um, very open, like much more open than, than, than I naturally am, you know, and I don't, I don't like to pretend to be anybody different than, than who I am. I'm never going to, you know, post a picture of he and I in the morning in, in bed, you know, <laughs> people do stuff like that, but it's like, I would never Hashtag, do that. And, right. And I don't exactly. Want, yeah. And, you know, and I don't want like, and it's okay for people who do, but I don't ever want to find myself changing like the fundamental core values that I had for myself because of a platform. You know what I'm saying? You should, right. I I thought I would be totally lost. I would be so out of character, you know? Right. And And I I, I cannot ever allow that to happen. You should definitely stick with that because I think when some people who choose to do that just because they want, I I don't want to say relevant, but I think some people feel like they have to, even if they are a private person, they still feel like they have to give society or followers a certain... um, amount of themselves when in actuality yeah. you don't and I don't really want to go keep going back to Sade because she's one of my favorites too but Me I think too. that's one of the reasons why <laughs> I love her because it's really just about the music you know yeah. and I can appreciate that like I yeah, appreciate you know, her as an artist yes but whatever happened to that that's another thing going back to your previous question about how things have changed like I did not talk about the social media part I kind of kept it to the streaming but that that is another part that's a huge part you know I I miss the old days I'm like you I love the mystery of Sade mm-hmm. I love I love that like I love that it's just her music and whatever else is just left to my imagination really. exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. I do you know, too. I, like, and even when Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown had their reality show, mm-hmm. like, I like not knowing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I have this conversation all the time because when I worked in radio, you know, we had to watch certain shows, and and I mean mm-hmm. reality shows. And I used to talk to my program director all the time, like, I don't want to watch it because there are certain artists, and I'm not going to call out any names, that I yeah. was actually a fan of, and then watching them on television made me not a fan anymore right and it's like i don't want that i don't want to see that part of them i just want to appreciate the music for what it is and appreciate them as a talent so there's a very thin line there um yes i I don't know i don't know Uh, we are so much alike (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy because i i get why some you know artists do it and, and some people do it but then at the same time i'm like no it's just it's taken away it's taking yeah. away something from you, and I just don't think yeah. that you should do it. But, you know, that's yeah. me. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I agree 100%. So. Okay. So let's see. Let's see. Um, another one of my favorites, Where You Are. Uh, oh, I love Where You Are, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually love my albums this much. Like, I just really love this one. You okay. Know, I'm, I'm very critical like of myself especially after something's finished I'm like oh I could have did this better but I really am happy with this album so I'm sorry I don't mean to sound like I'm super tuning my own horn but I really love that song no too. you're fine <laughs> um so so yeah so we've um you know we've been together for for almost 10 years now and I think a lot of times when you know, you start to get some time under your belt in a relationship you know things do change and you know maybe maybe you don't like to be around them as much as you used to (laughs) you know maybe you know but i'm i'm grateful that i really do still enjoy his company in that way and i just kind of wanted to write about that i i think it's great that i still feel that way you know Mm -hmm. and especially (laughs) in quarantine yeah especially in quarantine (laughs) exactly so i just wanted to express that you know so 
Yeah, it's pretty simple and straightforward, I think, yeah. but it is definitely about me and autobiographical yeah let me see i'm gonna pick one more either and i'm gonna let you choose which one either love song or that kind of pain okay um oh you we have some of the same favorites um <laughs> so i'll do that kind of pain okay um that kind of pain is, is one of my faves i love 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 this song i love the lovers rock slash hip-hop vibe mm-hmm. um that it has um uh, um, oh, and, and um, Kwame and I, he produced the whole album. We both love Sade, so I think we were totally thinking of her when we made this the, um, <laughs> this okay. love. Okay. <laughs> Especially, like, in the verses. I know it goes harder than she would go, but mm. it was just, in, like, inspired by him saying. Influence um, inspired, okay. So, yeah. And um, I think we don't often admit when we mess something up, you know? Like women, like female artists, it's always like the guy did this, the guy did that. We're always the victim, and he did it, and he's horrible. So I wanted to make a song that said the opposite. You know, we mess things up sometimes too. Sometimes we we were too afraid to let our guards down for a guy who who was a really good guy who really loved us, and we kind of ruined it. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to to talk about that. Yeah, so. Okay. That's what love is about. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Don't now, let your love go out the window. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, you mentioned briefly that this is one of your favorite albums. Is it your yeah. favorite? Out the seven, is it your favorite or what would be your favorite album? Um, mm, let me see. Let me see. Your so, favorite baby. So I think because, because it's been so long, it's been 18 years, certain albums just represent certain stages so i don't think i could just choose like one you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's definitely my favorite of the since 2015 the three albums that kwame produced i would say it's my favorite of of the three okay. um my favorite just say my favorite of this vg era i say that okay. Okay, <laughs> the middle fine. era I, my favorite album is the green room and then the beginning my favorite album is vivian which is my second album so that second fourth and seventh, yeah. Second, fourth, and seventh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking with Vivian Green, her new album, Love Absolute, is available now. Please make sure you download it, stream it, do all of that good stuff. Thank now, you. you recently did a um, show, a friend of mine went, a show in Dallas, which I guess we can call it like an open air outdoor show. I don't oh, even know yeah. what we're calling it. <laughs> like, how, how was that? He was saying that it was so weird being in the car, but how was it for you? It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It definitely was had a super weird factor to it. Um, but it was also fun. Yeah. And very interesting. You know, I, I did a post uh, that, that night where I was singing Gotta Go, Gotta Leave, which is my, um, my the lead single from my second album, Vivian. And um, um, I, I said... Um, Beep your horns if you had to leave somebody. Because <laughs> usually, like, at a concert, I say, you know, wave your hand in the air. Like, you know, like at church, if you ever had to leave somebody, wave your hand and all the hands go up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can't see the hands. So I said, beep your horns if you had to leave somebody. You heard, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you have to see it. You have to look at it on my, on my it's page. It's on your like, Instagram? Okay, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I post it on Instagram. But it's so funny. So that's just a good, you know, example of like what it felt like, like very different from, you know, w- what I would normally do or what I would ask people right. to normally do. You can't see people's eyes or their faces, and which is always a disconnect. You know, I don't even, I don't even like when the lighting person 
turns the audience completely dark and I just, there's just a spotlight on me mm-hmm. because I can't see anybody. Right. And it's like, if I can't see people, I can't, I don't know how to connect. Can't connect you know? with them, exactly. Yeah, and some people don't have an issue with that, you know, with that kind of spotlight at all, but I've always struggled with, with that. I'm always like, can we please turn the house lights up a little bit so I can see the people? Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. So I can see who I'm singing to, who I'm yeah, looking at. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was different, but you know we had lights flickering and you know horns beeping, and some people did bring their lawn chairs and you know put the chairs in front of the cars, so you could see some people outside of their cars having a good time. And it was such a vast lot. This lot was huge. I don't know where where we were exactly, but this was a huge space. Like I couldn't see where the car stopped. So it was a lot of people there. Oh wow! Um, so so that was nice that that it was very very full and you know i hope they enjoyed it that was my first my first concert after you know since releasing this album so yeah he enjoyed it it was actually his first outing since the um the pandemic hit so you know oh, he was wow. happy to okay. be out so he enjoyed it well, yeah he enjoyed it he, he just I'm said it, he said he enjoyed it but it was just a little weird and i was like of course it was weird you know. for sure yeah <laughs> okay so do you have what's coming up next for you well, you know, Love Absolute has been out for only two weeks now. So right now, I'm just going to be all about promoting Love Absolute. Hopefully, I can go on the road next year. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Right, right. <laughs> In some form or fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, add some new songs to my show. It's always fun when you have a new album. You get to add new songs to a show. Because you can't do them all, but you just kind of add to you know, to your um, catalog on stage, and it's just fun. So, you know, I, I hope that I'm able to do that. And I am working on another project, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it because it hasn't fully materialized yet, I completely so. <laughs> understand. I completely understand. But okay. it's not makeup or, or clothes or it's nothing like that. <laughs> Everybody has a clothing line or makeup line. It's not that. I was, I was going to say, everyone has that coming out. That's true. <laughs> so can we expect, like, do you, have you considered doing any, I don't know, you may have already. Have you considered doing any of, like, these, um, like, Facebook live shows or a series or session or something, like, on social media? Yeah, I, I am working on doing that now. So, yes, because I've done, like, I've done events, like, you know, over the summer for, you know, corporate events and things mm-hmm. like that that I would normally be in person for. They asked us to make, you know, a video for. So I've definitely done that, but I just haven't done, like, a full concert. Okay. So, yeah, I definitely want to do that. So I'm going to be doing it very soon, before the year is out, for sure. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. And before I let you go, just that 2020 has been a crazy year for all of us. Just tell me one thing 2020 has taught you. Um, what was 2020 taught me? Um, this is, gonna, <laughs> this is probably not the kind of answer that you want. <laughs> no, whatever comes to mind, whatever the first thing that comes to mind, it could be anything. I think it, it reminded me that I'm not the, while I miss like, things that I have to do associated like with work and things like that it reminded me that I'm not the social butterfly anyway (laughs) (laughs) and I really do love my solitude and I love being home I do so it just reminded me of that like oh I really do love this because I really haven't felt like oh I need to get out like I haven't felt that way like I actually like 
um, to keep it simple. So that yeah, is so funny that you that is so honestly. No, honestly, it's so funny that you would say that because in the beginning, so I'm the same way. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. much a, I'm an introvert. So a friend yes, of mine, we we had, we had we had like a little conversation about it, and I, I was telling her in the beginning when they first put us on lockdown, I was like, okay, and this is nothing. Like I prefer right. to stay in. <laughs> But it wasn't until, and I, I have to be honest, it started getting, because I'm here in LA and I'm here alone. I just recently moved here about two years ago, so I don't really have okay. family. I don't have anyone here. So it wasn't right. until like maybe That's four. a little different. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm in the house by myself. Um, so it wasn't until about four months in that it started to take its toll on me. Right. But right. I completely understand because I was the same way. Like, you know, I'm fine with sitting down and being by myself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really, really was. And then, you know, like I said before, I was able to finish this album, so mm-hmm. it ended up really working to my advantage, honestly. So. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, before I let you go, just let everyone know how they can stay in contact with you via your website, social media, and things like that. Sure. So you can follow me at I am Vivian Green on social media, and that's across the board. It's all the same on all the platforms. My website is viviangreenmusic.com, and um, my seventh studio album, Love Absolute, is available right now on all the platforms. If you want a physical copy, you can get a physical copy from um, the link in my bio on any of my socials. And yeah, that's it. I really hope you enjoy it. I worked really hard on it. And um, it's a great album. It's a great album. Thank you, and thank you for listening to it before we did this interview. No problem. I always appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, thank you so much for joining the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for tuning in today. Be sure to follow us on sh- social media. Just another Black BLK girl on the MIC, on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Until the next time, be safe, be happy, and be well. Walk up in here like Like